The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. I'm just gone 18 minutes past five. It is indeed that time again to chat to Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon to you. Thanks again for joining us. Always my pleasure to chat to you, one no. Michael McKenna. You <laughs> waving at me, I'm going to wave right back. Oh, there we go. That's that's the beauty of having Zoom meetings, isn't it? We can actually see each other now and yeah, exactly, and behave ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> right, Rolling, great, to, <laughs> great, Rolling, great to have you on board. Uh, let's chat about a video that's been doing the rounds today of Yaha uh, Sinwa and his family. This video was released by the IDF. Tell us more. Yes, so I'm going to start with my Valentine's Day poem, especially written for Yehye Sinwa. Roses are red, violets are blue, Yehye Sinwa, the IDF is coming for you. <laughs> Last night, the IDF released their footage uh, that they claim was taken on the 10th of October inside one of the Hamas terror tunnels. Uh, and the footage shows uh, Yehye Sinwa and one of his wives and three of his children being led through the tunnels by a man believed to be his brother Ibrahim. Now, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, in his evening briefing, which he does every evening here in Israel, he said, we are coming for you. He said, alive or dead, we will hunt you and we will get you. So Yehia Sinwa uh, are on notice there. But uh, yes, we, we have that uh, incriminating footage also of the way that these Hamas leaders surround themselves with civilians, make sure they're surrounded by women and children because they know that the IDF mm -hmm. will not intentionally strike women and children and running through those terror tunnels. And Michael, these tunnels are actually, I mean, something that I really wish that all South Africans could see because, uh, uh, and you know what I'm going to refer to now, there are so many South Africans that are living in abject poverty, who, who don't have proper homes, who don't have uh, proper shelter and, and amenities. And you have elements within the government supporting Hamas and uh, all that aid that countries have so diligently given for so many years, for 20 years, instead of going to the people of Gaza or instead of building infrastructure, has gone to building these tunnels, some of which have marble flooring. I mean, uh, uh, wow. it, it is absolutely beyond comprehension, but we do have the physical proof. And uh, last night, the, the proof of, uh, of uh, Sinwa using those tunnels to try and get away from the impending Israeli forces. Interesting you said earlier on, one of his wives. How many wives does this guy have? Just, just Apparently several. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So let's see how he manages to get through this warren of tunnels. As you say, the sophistication of this uh, network of tunneling is beyond imagination with marbling floor, as you've just pointed out, Rolene. Yeah. Some can... of them, not all of them, oh, but okay. some of them but do even have, so. uh, and, and fully kitted out bathrooms. Bathrooms in this tunnel, uh, the, the IDF showed a bathroom on, on camera, a bathroom probably nicer than a lot of people's bathrooms are. I can well imagine. Rolene, and uh, I must use that word again, that you've used this uh, negotiation tango going on uh, regarding the uh, release of the hostages and deals with Hamas. Uh, no deal in hostage negotiations. So where does it stand right now? 
Well, it doesn't look very promising. There was no deal reached on the hostage negotiations. The um, the delegation, the Israeli delegation, have returned from Egypt with no breakthrough. Apparently, one of the real sticking points is the amount of Palestinian prisoners. Now, I just want to be very clear because people say to me, they're also hostages. No, we don't have Palestinian hostages. We do have prisoners uh, of uh, national security in our jails. Uh, and apparently, one of the deadlocks on this negotiation is the amount of Palestinian prisoners to be released in exchange for the hostages of Prime Minister Netanyahu ordering his team not to return to, to Cairo. Uh, the uh, media alerted that they want to see if Hamas will back down from some of the uh, demands that they are making, but understand that this is not going to go down well with the hostage uh, families and you can understand they want their um, their family members back by you know it, it doesn't matter the price they want their family members back and you can understand that mm. you can understand that many are of the opinion get our hostages back and then deal with Hamas you know it's, it's, it's crazy and I just noted, noted something now that Hamas really wants everybody released from their part, point of view for the hostages it's, I can't see this really I, I cannot imagine where this is going to go uh, it, it, it's very worrying I mean unfortunately we did set a precedent with the release of Gilad Shalit in 2011 we had that exchange of a thousand Palestinian prisoners with blood on their hands, including Yahya Sinwar, uh, uh, in exchange for uh, for Gilad Shalit. I mean, this is the price to pay that Israel is willing to pay, uh, and, and unfortunately, that taught Hamas that we are willing to pay a very, very steep price uh, in order to ensure no man left behind. Mm. Speaking of, uh, let's stay on the subject of Hamas. Now we have a hundred representatives of families of hostages. Uh, they now are headed off to the Hague and are planning to file a war crimes complaint. Well, this is quite interesting. And, and uh, the Israeli National Public Diplomacy Director tweeting out earlier today that over 100 family members of the 134 hostages uh, have, far, have uh, flown on the way to The Hague to file war crimes claims against Hamas. This is now at the ICC, the International Criminal Court. And they flew on uh, the national carrier El Al, who chose the flight number 131, representing the number of days the hostages were, uh, have been uh, held in Gaza. Um, but yes, uh, we are taking Hamas to, to The Hague. And, and, and while uh, Hamas are not signatories to conventions, the ICC may have jurisdiction mm. here. Uh, and just to remind people of the atrocities committed by Hamas on the 7th of October, in addition to abducting over 240 people, uh, Israelis and foreign nationals, 134 of which we, we are waiting for to return home. Uh, um, and those include Hisham al-Sayed, Avera Mingistu, as well as the bodies of fallen soldiers of Ron Shaul and uh, Hadar Golden. 
um, Hamas also infiltrated Israel and brutally murdered people at a peace festival mm -hmm. on army bases in peaceful small little kibbutzim and communities. They raped women. They committed acts of gross atrocities of gender-based violence. They burned people alive. They beheaded people, including babies. This has been confirmed by forensic pathologists and first responders. They put babies in ovens. This has been confirmed by forensic pathologists and the first responders. They mutilated people. They tortured people. And they committed wholesale slaughter. Staying on this uh, horrific massacre that took place on October the 7th, uh, Rolene, we were looking at an opinion piece earlier on where it says UNRWA, and here comes UNRWA again, fired the workers who took part in the massacre, and the opinion piece is asking, does something sound wrong in the sentence? So they fired the workers and that's it, but, and no more action regarding that? Well, I think as, hmm. as we have learned through uh, this war, which I call the Great Illuminator, uh, we can see that UNRWA has been complicit. In fact, UNRWA has been complicit since 1948 because effectively by teaching generations of Palestinians that, uh, you know, that, that horrible genocidal turn from the river to the sea, that they can come back and claim the land, that it's temporary, uh, you know, that they, they can return uh, or have a right of return, that they don't have to share the land, uh, that they don't have to sign peace deals and that, that it's okay to kill Jews. We know that UNRWA has been complicit mm. in perpetuating conflict uh, and animosity for so many decades. And of course, we know that um, UNRWA facilities have been used to store weapons uh, and launch rockets and uh, have been used to, to hide tunnels. We saw the uh, revealing over the weekend of the tunnel underneath an UNRWA school. In fact, if you watch the footage very closely, moving through the tunnel where Yechiel Sinwahe and his family have been, you will see UNRWA cement bags. So we know that the uh, United Nations and their agencies, uh, to some degree, UNRWA especially, have been complicit. Rolene, before you go, Yvonne is saying, oh, happy Valentine's Day to Rolene. And she's also sent you a prayer, which is a bit too long to read out. Don't have much time, but I am going to send it to you. That's uh, courtesy of Yvonne. She's wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. And uh, Rolene, on that note, it's time once again to say goodbye. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on the Afternoon Overdrive to give us the latest on what's happening in Israel at the moment. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, updating us as to what is in what rather is transpiring in Israel right now.